3: It's the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and I am on a Twitter for your following pleasure. Go ahead, stalk me, I don't mind. At Dan Day Radio. Trust me, I'll make it very, very interesting. Very, very interesting times here in Miami. It's quote unquote cold, but it is Super Bowl week, so running all over the place. The heater playing, football, basketball, weather. That <laughs> means a lot of coffee for me and a whole lot of running around the radio station. But tonight, both the Heat and my New Orleans Pelicans are playing, so that means a whole lot of beer for me also later tonight. Ah, I'm looking forward to that. Also looking forward to playing you some of this great audio. Joe Rose Show in the morning. They're up on Radio Row for the Super Bowl, caught up with NFL legends, Rod Woodson and Solomon Wilcots. Dan Lebitard Show caught up with the always good smelling. And from the New Orleans Saints, Alvin Kamara, plus we got some First Take Your Take, and some Hawkin Crowder. Yes, an extended version of the Best of the Joe Show. We're going to lead you in to the big Hurricanes game tonight against Virginia Tech at the Watsco Center. Joe Zagacki will have the pregame for you at 7.30. So you get some Joe Z, you get some extra me, everybody wins. And of course, everybody wins. We break down some of these headlines. Bam Adebayo dedicated his triple-double to Kobe Bryant as the Heat beat Orlando last night, 113-92. Heat Celtics tonight at 8 here in Miami. The NFL is denying rumors that the Dolphins will host the Patriots in Mexico City next season. Tonight, go Center, 8 o'clock, Miami versus Texas Tech. Better yet, why not make it Virginia Tech? Texas Tech. Maybe that'll be a finals preview. Nah, maybe not. Nonetheless, the pregame, like I said, at 7.30. South Florida sports icons, including heat great Dwayne Wade, Marlins CEO Derek Jeter, and Inter Miami owner David Beckham, have paid tribute to the late Kobe Bryant. Funeral arrangements have yet to be announced. The Dolphins have officially hired Gerald Alexander as the team's defensive backs coach. Alexander played for Miami in 2011. Roger Federer mounted a huge comeback to defeat American Tennis Sandgren yesterday. This will be the 15th semifinal appearance at the Australian Open for bed. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a Florida man who went viral in April for engaging in a fist fight while in an Easter Bunny costume has been arrested for hit and run. In an attempt to avoid arrest, the Orlando man threw on the costume and asked cops to Google him. He's Florida man, and he's also Florida man in bu- j- bunny jail now. The Bush's Baked Beans Company have broken the world's record with a 70-layer bean dip. I mean, the first 55 layers were pretty good, but the last 15 layers, garbage. The Aviva Insurance Company recently sent out information emails accidentally addressing all their customers as Michael. They quickly sent out an apologetic email just to say, sorry, Michael. A German woman is set to marry a Boeing 737 jet. She says she's especially excited to spend more time with the wings and thrusters. Ah. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast calls for a chance of rain with temperatures in the high 60s. For the best poker promotions in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Come win your share of $350,000 in monthly high hand giveaways. That's more than $10,000 a day in high hands. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for details. I know it's busy. It's busy, 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 always in Miami, but especially this week with it being Super Bowl week. That means all of us are working a little extra putting in a lot of overtime, the Joe Rose Show. In the mornings, they are on from 6 to 10, and they pack it in like this morning. Heavy hitters, NFL legends, Rod Woodson and Solomon Wilcots stopped by to talk to the guys. What do they talk about? Interceptions, interceptions, interceptions. Making a transition from corner to safety. What about Rod Woodson's style versus coaching styles? Plus, they talked about Lamar Jackson versus Michael Vick. And then, of course, give us a little Super Bowl preview. Solomon Wilcott,
1: Rod Woods are joining us right now, and we are talking uh, with these guys on Radio Royal Miami Beach Convention Center. Uh, first off, thank you for your time. We appreciate both of you guys'
4: time today. Thanks for having us all right, on, guys. Solomon, we've been together a long time, yep. man. That's right, Joe. And one thing we all share, knee pain. That's you right. didn't know where I was going yeah, on you, that. Yeah, yeah. I have both my <laughs> knees, go, man. I'm down to yeah. get closer to bone on bone as I still pretend to be a bad athlete.
5: Yeah, see, and that's what uh, you know. we're here to talk about, osteoarthritis, knee pain, and some of the treatments that are available, like Ziletta, um Rod Woodson, a seventeen year um, NFL veteran, We've heard NFL that name. Hall of We've Famer, heard that name a yeah. Few times. And if they can get Rod Woodson going and get him back to hiking and even playing golf, then uh, for even just for regular people who suffer from osteoarthritis knee pain, is a wonderful option to be able to use it as a treatment.
4: Yeah. Uh, you know what? As we get older, man, it ain't about running and cutting and trying to get open Just or stepping cover. off the curb. It, it is about walking and enjoying <laughs> get out yeah. of the car. normal life in the morning when you get out of bed. <laughs> and right. how do they feel today? <laughs> Not right. bad. It's okay. <laughs> that's right. right. And, good. and it's you a go. Good day. Oh, that's great. And so you guys are out talking about this. Has this been out for a while, or is it something well, new? Well, Rod has uh, recently
5: had it. Rod, you can tell so everyone I, about.
6: I had, I had this. Sh- treatment uh 91 or 95 days ago okay and um you know it's it's for the day-to-day activities you know I, i played i've been playing sports since i've been nine years old and it's just the wear and tear of the body the wear and tear of the knees i've had five knee surgeries and when i got done it's like man I can't even drive in the car. My knee hurts. Right. You know, getting out of the car, you know, stand, getting on the plane and, and flying for two hours. I got to stand up and stretch the knee before I can even walk. Well, I had this treatment 95 days ago, and it's been amazing. It really has. It's been 95 days. This is the first time I jog in 10 years, and it feels tremendous. It's just it's the everyday release. It's just not – you don't have to be an athlete. My mom has, you know, arthritis in her knees. I mean, she can have the, the, the treatment. Just the people who – your daily living – of just getting up and feeling better is what I really wanted because I'm not a fan of taking treatments and getting shots and having surgery. I'm not a fan of all that. But I needed something to give me that relief, and it's been amazing since I had it 95 days ago.
4: How how do you go go about for people out there that might be listening right now that have pain? Yeah, they can go to the website. It's
5: getthez.com, getthez.com. Um, you go there. It's a landing page that gives you all the information you need to know about osteoarthritis knee pain and zilretta, allows you to find a doctor in your area who can provide Zolretta if you're dealing with osteoarthritis knee pain. And so getthez.com. That's where you want to go. Um, and uh, you, can, you can find a treatment, find a doctor that's best for you. Yeah.
4: All right. Well, it's that time of year again with That's the right. Super Bowl popping around here. That guy standing next to him. we've been low key on him he's a stranger. Low
1: key all so long he's been talking about 71, 71, 71. Your interceptions.
4: That's a lot, isn't Listen, it? Listen, man, Talk I looked it up. Honestly, damn. I know years have gone past, but I was thinking I'll, I'm just gonna look it up. It's it's probably gonna be at 35 or 40. 71, man. I was like, and you know what the funny
5: thing is, Joe? Passing around the league over the last 10 years has exploded. Touchdowns are up. completions are. How come say? interceptions aren't? Right. This guy was getting his 71 when they weren't even throwing 50 times a week. Well, 60% of the
6: time they were running the ball. That's exactly right. 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 Exactly. Everyone, right. We're going to have that Don <laughs> running game. It's going to happen, all the old school yeah.
4: stuff. Rod, uh, you also made the jump to safety, which a lot of guys do. They they lose a step or, or injury, and they move when they can. But not a lot of guys have a lot of success, and you were able to do that. without. Talk about that adjustment from playing. Corner to safety.
6: Well, a lot of people don't know is I play safety my whole life. Mm-hmm. So I played safety from Pop Warner to college. And then I ran my 40. And they're like, eh, move outside. You're going to be a corner. And I'm like, no, I can't be a corner. <laughs> and, you know, luckily for me, I got in the league when, you know, Tony Dungy was a coach. Tony was very good to me my first two years. And then I got a guy named Rod Rust the following year who's our defense coordinator who kind of challenged me to be a little bit more than an athlete so learning the game outside was a little different and then once i moved back to safety after my 12 years of playing corner i was like oh oh what a relief it is this yeah. is like i mean it's all 22 you can't you can't throw away from a safety you could throw away from a corner because he's isolated on, on this little island. But a safety, you could always implement your will inside of the game somewhere along the line. That's when
5: you knew you were going to get to seventy, right? That's when I knew because <laughs> there was a chance I had you
6: like get some interceptions. Well, I, now. I think I had like I think I had like forty interceptions at corner, something like that. Wow. In my last in the five first 12 years, years, in my first twelve years, yeah, and in my last five, I had like thirty-one interceptions. Last right. So, I mean, I had, it was, I, I just had fun playing safety. Yeah. I, I went to play safety my whole career.
4: Instincts and all that stuff and watching quarterbacks' eyes, freelancing a little bit more at that point?
6: For- well, no, not free. Well, I've always freelanced. Uh, and this is what I always tell guys. <laughs> this is what I tell guys all the time. And then the great coaches allow it. The great coaches allow players to. Bring their own uniqueness yeah. inside of their system. When you allow players to be who they are, they play their best. When you make them robotic, they don't play their best. So all my great coaches have allowed me to be me inside of the system. Because And what I tell players all the time is that you have to have a filter in your head when the coach is talking to you. Because I remember when I went to Pittsburgh and we were playing cover four, Tony Dungy had me outside shade. Mm. He said, because you might get safety help. We're playing in Houston. I mean, so we're playing in Houston Oilers. They got to run a shoot. They run a they run a post on me. Ain't no safety there. there ain't no
4: help. Right. right. I'm he's, like, he's chasing whoa. something yeah. else. He's I'll try something and <laughs> you're chasing it off. Oh.
6: And, and I was fast. But Drew, he was fast, too. (laughs) Right. And I could not run the ball. So I come to the sideline in my head. I'm like, man, I ain't playing outside no more. Unless it's a reduced split, I'll play outside. But when it's a normal split, I'm playing inside shade because I don't know if I'm going to have the safety. And that's so it's like what I tell players, the coaches are going to tell you something. you got to feel it as a player. And you got to have a filter. You can't be argumentative to your coach. But you have to say, when I step on the field, I hear you, coach. I got you. But I'm in my head, I'm going, I'm not doing that. I'm going to put right. me in the best position to make a play. You're going to do what works. And those players are the great players. The Ed Reeds, the Troy No, that's not normal. Right. That's stuff that they do. is like not normal. I mean, I remember I played against, I'm with the, the, the Baltimore Ravens. I'm playing the right corner. Tim Brown runs a shallow cross. He's a five-yard shallow cross. I'm a deep outside one-third player. Rich Gannon is staring him down. I'm like what the heck <laughs> i think
5: i better go get this i'm gonna one. go right, get
6: it right i just took off and then rich hits me right in the chest boom right when i get there touchdown right and i get to the sideline and Marvin marvel's like what are you doing i'm like coach he was staring him down what was i like i'm right. supposed to go cover grass but That's you right. let your guy get open yeah. deep
5: he wasn't throwing it to yeah. him coach <laughs> well
4: that took care of that real quickly mm-hmm. i, I want to ask both of you guys um We saw something this year, Lamar Jackson, uh, 36 touchdowns, but it was a 1,200 yards rushing. I didn't know if we'd ever see a guy could stay healthy enough to to do that. What would you guys think of his
6: breakout year with Baltimore, speaking of Baltimore? He's Michael Vick in a system that's set up to help him do this. Michael Vick did it on his own. Like, Michael Vick was just fast. He he played in a true pro-style offense where the one thing I love about, you know, I give John Harbaugh credit and Roman credit, is that they looked at the system. They looked at Lamar Jackson because the system that he was inside of was Joe Flacco's system. Drop back, you know, pass, looking, spread out system. Now it's Joe Flacco. That's for Joe Flacco. What I love about him is that they – it was—they're all in. They needed a system that Roman had when he was at the 49ers with Colin Kaepernick, how to use his best talents for Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and they found that. And it's—it's it's, you know—it's that inverted wishbone and right. you know the the read options, which is hard to do when you when you don't see it on a daily basis as a defender. Your deep, your your discipline on the outside edges has to be on point. But what that guy did oh. throughout the whole year of hitting that X button and spinning and whoop and just making guys miss, making them look very foolish throughout the whole year um, is remarkable. Yeah, Joe, what I saw
5: was the difference between he and Mike Vick. Most of Mike Vick's runs when he rushed for 1,000 yards weren't designed runs. They were on scrambles, right? right? And and that was Michael Vick's game. He had to do that based on his own creativity and his own mentality in terms of, hey, I'm going to take it, and he had to make the best with it. What we're seeing with Lamar Jackson, where this has been sort of revolutionary, this is one of the first times in the NFL where these are designed runs, designed for the quarterback to run behind lead blockers, okay, that is a tight end coming around, pulling guards coming around. He's literally like a tailback running behind, pulling guards, and he is the primary runner in a designed run, but he also led the league in touchdown passes. So now that... For a defense is pretty scary. Because the guy is a phenomenal runner, as Rod just described, hitting that B button, spinning, moving, and then he can pull the ball out of the mess point and play action you to death and hit touchdown passes, throwing the ball deep down the field. Yeah. That that's putting the defense between a rock and a hard place and most of the times you don't have the numbers in the box to be able to contend with the quarterback as a primary runner. This kind of offense is forcing defensive coordinators this offseason to go back to the drawing board and to create a package for how are you going to defend this kind of quarterback because there's more coming. Jalen Hurts is coming in (laughs) this year, and I think he has an opportunity to play quarterback in the NFL
4: if you're running that kind of offense. I agree. Uh, I'm with you. The Dolphins try to keep – Keep Lamar in the in the pocket, oh. and he went one fifty eight point three. <laughs> see, you know what that is? See, yeah, right. that's that perfect. Hey, you guys perfect dealt with break. him, Rick, week one, like week one. He like you guys didn't have a lot of. He on didn't tape. run. He didn't have to. <laughs> he didn't have <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> letting it because go because you
5: didn't have a whole lot
6: on tape no. on him, did you? He week still one, sixty points. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. That's and, that's you God, when you when you don't face a system like that on a consistent basis, like when they play inside of the division, it's a little tougher on them. Because yeah. they've seen it, they've they've gotten a little used to it. But when you ins- when you see that inverted wishbone for the first time, oh yeah, Get yeah. Ready. I mean your your rules on the edges on who has the pitch, who has the dive, who ha- when anytime you have an. When your quarterback is a quarterback sweep, you—it's eleven on eleven football. Right, that's right. Everybody has to make a play. Right. That's an added blocker for the running back, or which is now the quarterback, which you normally don't see. That's what you didn't see with Michael Vick. That's what you right. didn't see that's with right. Randall Cunningham. They that's on why it's a, much more difficult. That was a up. that was a traditional pro offense. This is not. This is different <laughs> than what you've seen before. Yeah. Most people won't do it because they're not comfortable with it. Now, Greg Roman did it because he was a 49ers with Colin Kaepernick. So he was comfortable with it. He brought that same system, which they ran some of those plays before. Most offensive coaches in the National Football League cannot implement something like this because they they've never done it before.
4: I give Hardball a lot of credit. I, I'm with you. Uh, real quickly I know we're running running out of time here uh, real quickly. So we got Kansas City's passing game and San Francisco's yeah. running game plus what you get on the defenses. What do you think happens Patrick in this one? Patrick
5: Mahomes is the difference maker in this game. I, I just think he's got a ton of talent. He's hard to pressure and then how do you cover the speedy wide receivers? Oh, and so speed. many different yeah. weapons and this is a really good 49er defense. They're one of the few defenses that rank Top 10 in pass rush and in coverage
6: on the back end. Yeah, you know, I I look at them, and they kind of remind me of the Chargers. But the Chargers face the Kansas City Chiefs twice a year, every year. This is the first time the 49ers get to face them and see this speed. Uh Uh-oh. Because of speed. This is, these guys can run. Well, oh, if one guy's the fastest guy I've maybe ever seen, and nothing against all the fast guys. <laughs> I listen, know. I, co- I coach right, with Jones. the Raiders against these guys. These guys can run. And I'm talking about they can run. And when you're not used to the speed, you can say, hey, our game plan is going to be this, going <laughs> to <gonna> be this, going to be this. <laughs> until you see the guy start running, you're like, these guys are a little bit faster. Than they make thought they you were. pop right. a hamstring. But with that being said, it's the same thing for the 49ers running attack because they have speed across the That's board right. with their That's running right. attack, yeah. which Kansas City hasn't seen yeah. yet. So I, I, I think it's going to be – I think it's a great matchup. I think it's going to come down to the last drive. But if both teams play their A game, I just don't know if the 49ers can outscore Kansas City. Yeah.
4: Oh, They don't want to get in the shootout. I, no. I'm with you. No. All right, before we go, one more time on pain in the knees for yeah. folks in South Florida. So osteoarthritis, knee pain, uh, all you have to do is go to www. Get the
5: GetTheZ.com. Get GetTheZ. GetTheZ.com.
4: And you can find a doctor in your area. Guys, it's been great being with Solomon Rod. Thank you guys so much for being Did with us. Can we get us. some of this? You're oh, the best, Joe. This,
5: we get some
6: rum right here? This, this, is, is, this is, Oh, look no, at that, boy. Oh, I'll tell you what. Pour, we're I not poor for everyone. I heard Absolutely. that we're getting a bottle. No, we're not getting a bottle. I can okay, tell you now. one thing. You
4: come back on Friday, and I'll make him give it to you when the shows <laughs> <Right>. are over. <laughs> it's yours. You can definitely have it.
3: The Joe Rose Show may be on in the mornings, but they do have unopened keyword. Unopened liquor bottles on the table. Everyone's been making comments about it. Everybody wants a little piece of that action. How can you go wrong? Unopened, unopened liquor bottles. Joe Rose, Rod Woodson, Solomon Wilcott, Zach Krantz out there, Hollywood, Biff, and we've just started the week. It's a Tuesday. More heavy hitters to come all week long, especially as the Super Bowl gets closer and closer. It's been kind of a good day for me. I've heard from a lot of New Orleans flavor. That's my team right there. I love Miami too, but I love my New Orleans guys. We had Kyle Turley on the Hawk and Crowder show. We also had Davin Godshaw. He and I both LSU graduates. Might hear from those guys a little later when I feature Hawk and Crowder. But up next, another great New Orleans guy. Well, he's not from there, but we've adopted him. Dan Levitard's show talking to the always very good smelling Alvin Kamara. What does he have to say? Maybe he'll get full of some Cuban coffee and tell you next on the Best of the Joe show.
7: Don't you know I'm local?
3: It's the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hola, I'm Dan Day. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio, Letting a little insane in the membrane from Cypress Hill Play because their DJ, DJ Muggs, turned 52 years younger. Today. Maybe he's down in South Florida at one of the big parties for the Super Bowl. The lights are blinking. I'm thinking it's all over when I go out drinking. Whoa, making my mind flow. Ah, yeah, that is some stuff right there. DJ Muggs, happy birthday. If you are listening, please invite me to the party you are throwing it down at because there are plenty to be had in Miami every day of the year, especially this week with the Super Bowl. I've heard the two hot spots hotter than anywhere else to be this Super Bowl week is over at the Hard Rock Casino and in South Beach. I can believe that. Speaking of being in South Beach, the Dan Levitard Show, they do their show every single day from the Clevelander right there on Ocean Drive in South Beach. Earlier today, they had New Orleans Saint Alvin Camara stopping by. Kamara, they offered him some Cuban coffee. Did he take a sip or did he say, uh-uh, too much? Never too much Cuban coffee for me, mm, the best coffee in the world. Also how much he loves New Orleans. Hey, New Orleans, you don't just live in it. It lives in you. I would know. I was born and raised there. Also, his teeth looking good, but his body smelling better. Comments on Drew Brees' future, talks about fate, and, can you believe this, Alvin Kamara sleeping on a couch? First off, as we have Alvin
8: Kamara in here, he is very good. He's probably the most versatile back in the entire NFL. Have you ever had Cuban coffee? Have you had Cuban? No,
9: I don't drink coffee at all.
8: Okay, let's bring some Cuban coffee in for him just so that he can take a sip. So he can take a sip and see if he likes this, even though he's not a coffee drinker.
0: Do you know? I mean, you do know, but what a sip of that can do to someone yeah, who's I never drink coffee, drinking coffee. No, no, it's mean, not even mine. It, it,
8: it, it, it is the tiniest amount if you're not scared of it. I don't want to force you into something you don't
9: want to do here on yeah, the radio. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm I'm above the influence of coffee.
8: Okay, we yeah, cannot yeah. peer pressure uh, Alvin Kamara into doing this. We're okay, people. Thank you.
9: Because a sip of that, I'm I'm
0: telling you, just a sip right. of that will keep you up for a week. Yeah, I mean. my boy. Well,
8: you're a terrible salesman because I'm trying <laughs> to get know. him to sip something that's delicious and wonderful, and you're telling him how poisonous cocaine
10: my it's boy, gonna
9: be. <laughs> my boy, Sharif, down in Miami, he drinks it in the morning before we train. I'm like, oh, no, I'm cool. Dan, listen, I'm a good salesman, but I can sell. You can and... sell
10: this. Alvin, how much do you bench? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, how much do you squat? About like 500 something. Alright, or... take one of these You'll do 600 something. Nah, I'm telling I'm cool. you right now. I don't need to do it. <laughs> I don't need to do shot. it no more.
9: It's like high school, you know, that's when you do all that to impress like the coaches and stuff. Now right. I'm like, ah, cool. You don't need to? No, nah, I don't need to do that much weight.
11: It's okay, Alvin. I'll do enough for the both of us. Yes. <laughs> all good. <laughs> I'm pretty
9: sure
8: it's a performance enhancer. It's it is. It probably the list. is. It's going to be on the list we're gonna get it it's not clear <laughs> i wanted to talk to you about uh, you seem like someone who fits in very well in new orleans yeah. just stylistic how comfortable are you there just in the city how much have you put down roots in the city i'm
9: comfortable i mean it's like it's like home it's the south i'm happy that i stayed in the south for one two i mean i had some friends and you know, some people that I knew before I got there that lived in New Orleans. So, I mean, it was easy. It was an easy transition. And, I mean, you know, now the people just embrace me. I mean, I, just, I live regular. Like, I live like a regular dude. Like, you know, and I think that's really why you know, I get embraced the way I do. A toast here in the yeah, other room uh, with yeah, the coffee yeah,
8: uh, to, yeah. to the, to, yeah, to yeah, the cheers. most versatile <laughs> running back in the entire league,
2: MVP <laughs> of my fantasy team. I'll tell you how annoying that, is that? One? You got people <laughs> oh, doing that so to you annoying. all the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. yeah. yeah.
8: it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Your teeth are. Be-
9: Last time I saw you,
8: it was all gold teeth. what, yeah. what, what happened? You decided all to. I, to-
9: I, I went diamonds, but you know, I don't got them with me.
8: Okay, so you decided to break out the smile on behalf of the Super Bowl because. Because you are uh, uh here on behalf of what what is it that you're in town for
9: old spice baby i'm here for old spice so you know they've launched a new um line is uh ultra smooth and you know it's a, um they got an anti-person right here that's
8: why wow, you got you got props? You, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you got them in your pocket. Yeah, you just showed up with. Yeah, yeah, look at
11: that! The, the thing me. that he's here promoting is the T-shirt that he's wearing. What are the chances? How many <laughs> swipes on each underarm yeah. of the deodorant? This is one, a big question. One two three. Three. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go. Go one two three. Wow! Yeah.
10: Impossible. Impossible. You think That's it's it. three. three? It's not. It's like probably like eight or nine. Go because
9: you do it quick. No, I'm going three. I'm 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 real obsessed about stuff. So I'm always everything is the same number. Did you
11: did you hear the cafecito in his voice? Right there, and he—he he already he feeling, it. <laughs> oh, <I'm> feeling <laughs> it. this is
9: my second shot, man. Uh, are yeah. you sure you
10: don't
0: want to try some? Are you? I'm sure cool. You oh, trust them. me, I'm good. Have right. you seen my, my leg, boy man? Trey
9: was out there drinking coffee? I'm
0: like, I don't even. I, don't I know, know, but look how much energy everyone has after drinking. What did you crazy. say,
10: Billy? I said, have you seen my legs, man? Look at this. I can squat 600 pounds now. Just <laughs> two of these shots. I'm telling you, you want a big contract, drinking <laughs> coffee. I can't feel my fingers. Can you?
8: Uh, can you explain to us? I have talked about the sports science video of Drew Brees throwing a football 20 yards away and being more accurate than a meddling olympic archer with an arrow can you explain to us how it is that his accuracy in a way that we can understand like what his accuracy is because i believe he's the most accurate quarterback to ever play
9: you know that's crazy because i didn't i didn't know that that he was more accurate than an olympic archer i didn't see that (laughs) but now that you say that now i validate it all right just imagine running down the field with your eyes closed and your hands out. And Drew Brees saying, go, just run. I'm going to throw the ball to you. Hold your hand. Keep your hands out, though. As long as you hold your hands out, the ball will hit your hands. That's how accurate Drew is. So it's like easy, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's putting the ball over where where only you can catch it. Like, sometimes it's just like, I'm like, how did, how did he do that?
8: Are you positive he's coming back? Because he has said it's either New Orleans or nothing.
9: Yeah, I th- I think he will. Like I said, I said I've been saying this since my rookie year, you know. Um I think Drew could play as long as he wants to play. I mean he's obviously a great quarterback, records assistant, so forth, obviously a Hall of Famer. I mean in my book and I think in a lot of other people's books. It's just how he's feeling. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at him if he if he hung it up, but you know, of course I would I'd want be mad to come at him. Back. I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of course I want him to come back and I think the city <laughs> wants him to come back but you know, as an athlete, I mean you, you think about that but you think about also yourself, your your health, your family, you know, things that you have going on personally so you know you never know but are you working on him like behind the
0: scenes are you working like drew come on man
9: let no. him make his decision
8: <laughs> alvin kamara with us on espn radio you left alabama mm-hmm. how would your career have been different if you hadn't
9: man I think everything happens for a reason, so leaving Alabama, going to Hutchinson Community College, transferring to Tennessee, you know, being in Tennessee for two years, and then ultimately ending up in New Orleans and here in this position that I'm in, I think, Leaving Alabama is what led me to this point. You know, if I stayed at Alabama, I think it would have happened a different way. You know, that's just how it goes. Even if I if I left Alabama and didn't go to Juco, it would have went a different way. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's it's crazy how things work and how things turn out. It's crazy that leaving Alabama works out for the best. Yeah. Did you see the
0: backfield he was playing in at Alabama? Man, it's
9: a conversation about this
0: every time I go somewhere. It's, so it's like, cra- Derek Henry, Kenyon Drake, TJ Yeldon, Yeldon, and yourself.
9: Four yeah. NFL backs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it was,
8: Did you think you were better than them when you were there? Because yeah, I mean, you've, I think, you've I th- been better than them. I
9: think I think back, like coming in at that at that time, like you you know, fresh out of high school, you the best thing in your city. Like of course I'm like, man, I'm shoot, I'm I'm about to come in here and work and I'm gonna be the man but it's only one ball. It was like Eight of us in the in the running in the running back room alone. You know what I'm saying? It was some good guys, excluding uh, you know who you just mentioned. I mean, Alti Tenpenny that passed away. Rest in peace to him. Tyron Jones, D. Hart, Justin Fowler. Like I mean, it was all guys in that room that were capable. The
8: JUCO experience. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? Did you feel like you were far away from uh, anything that you wanted to accomplish when you mm. did that?
9: I, I don't think I. I don't think I felt far away. I just felt like. You know, it was like a. I ran out of. I, I ran out of gas, and I had to walk and, and fill the gas tank, a uh, gas little thing up, and, and go fill my car back up. It was just a stop. It was just a stop in the road. I mean, it was definitely. It was definitely. Um it was, a, I think it was something that was needed. Like, shoot, I slept on the couch for a year. Like, you slept on a couch <laughs> yeah. for a year. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, it was like, it was. I was in Kansas. It was like, Whose man, couch? Whose couch? Bo- my boy from high school, Tyler Williams. And I, I slept. What on- was,
8: explain to me that living situation. Explain First to me. First of all, it's
9: cold as hell in Kansas. Cold, like, I'm talking about snow up to your waist. Like, it's cold. It's nothing there. It's Hudson, Kansas. It's like there's probably like 400 people that live there. I don't know how many people. Well, you're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, I'm happy I'm not in Kansas no more. I don't want to go back. But, uh, <laughs> man, it's just like, it was just like, I don't want to say it was depressing. It was just like sad. It, it was, was depressing. It yeah, was it depressing. was just sad. Like, I'm like, a, it was terrible. got to get up. But surprisingly, it get hot in the summer. It gets
6: really But
8: hold hot. on a second. Never mind just the cold. As yeah. someone from the South, you're not going to like that very much. And yeah. You're below zero out there. I want to hear about the couch situation. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about what else was going on in that house. That's a, <laughs> that's a misery to not have your own room uh, yeah so like account.
9: like i had the door like i had the dorm room right so they put you they put everybody in the dorm but you know you in a dorm with like a dude like somebody else you don't know it's like the typical like Movie dorm, like one bit on one side, one bit on the other. So I was like, man, I'm my boy from high school go here. So I'm about to go to. He kind of had like a little apartment, and it was him and his roommate, and it was a couch. And I'm like, man, Tyler, I'm gonna just kick it over here. Like I'm good. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna rock out on the couch. Like do what you gotta. Just do? like
8: a duffel bag. I'm gonna put a duffel yeah, yeah. bag down here, and I'm gonna live That's here it. for a year That's because it. I need to get to the league from here. And I'm just. Gonna... I never
9: really, I never even told nobody that. But...
8: That that is a terrible yeah. situation, though. And it, so wasn't when that, I, it wasn't that bad. But Bill when I'm sitting to... here asking you, how far were you from? From your dreams, and you're like, ah, I was sad. It was I cold, was and I was th- sleeping
9: on a couch. I was so focused, though, like that that wasn't about to phase me. Like that wasn't nothing. I was like, couch cool. I'm couch. Practice, class, couch. Like, <laughs> oh, cool. And then when I, when I was done with Hutch, when it was my last day, I left everything that I came with. I got on the plane with my phone and, my, and myself. Like, you fled. You didn't Yeah, I, let, you well, I didn't even get a cap and gown. Nothing. I was gone. <laughs> no cap and gown. Nothing. I this was go.
10: really this good interview is here. so good. This is a really yeah, good interview.
0: Like,
9: I am so so tired, tired, tired. tired up. Jacked They're up. Saying, man, look, look at this. I know. i'm you doing? a really good
0: interview. So
8: good. Alvin Kamara is with us here on ESPN radio on behalf of Old Spice. All right, yeah. here's
0: what uh we want to know because this uh this show is obsessed with food. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I know you love mac and cheese. And yeah. we love mac and cheese. Yeah. Everyone on this show loves mac love and, mac and mac cheese.
1: love mac and cheese. Oh my God. It's the best.
0: <laughs> How many times a week is Alvin Kamara eating mac and cheese?
9: Seven, if I could. It's just, it just got to be good, though. Like, like if I go to if I go to a restaurant, like, I know it's it's really a sin, like, because you know what restaurants have bad mac and cheese, but, like, I got a genetic predisposition to get mac and cheese everywhere I go. Knowing I, I can look at it and know if it's nasty, and I still take a bite, and I'm like, oh, that's nasty.
10: Alvin, I love mac and cheese. What's your favorite mac and cheese? Is Kraft or Shalvita? I don't really like Kraft as much as I like Velveeta. I like Velveeta. And then you put, yeah, yeah, have you done the microwave mac and cheese? People think that it's not that good, but it's really good if you do it. You just put it in three and a half the minutes more yellow, and cook. I like, I like the real cheese, not the powdered cheese. That's good stuff. Bits.
9: you like bacon bits? <laughs> oh, you can't go powder. That's, a, uh, That's go what powder. I'm talking about.
8: You got to go powder. <laughs> um, I, uh, when this conversation started, I did not expect the phrase genetic predisposition to Ew. mac and cheese to make an appearance. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, thank you for being on with us, Alvin. Uh, continued success. Mike Ryan was a real jackass during that interview when I said that you were better than all those running backs. He said in my ear, "He's like Derek Henry. Derek he Henry is he better than Derrick
9: Henry. Better than Derek. That's my it. guy. Shout out to the D. Henry. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. think
1: you're my better guy. than Derrick Henry? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he, he'll, he'll, he'll say, say
9: the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. I feel like that I'm better. My than mind. He. You're the best now.
0: He's the biggest holder. Derek Henry would say that you're better than Derek. No, I said he better. Derek Henry should say that you're better than Derrick Henry. He better "You're the best ever."
8: Alvin, appreciate it. Thank you for if being so, on with us.
0: So appreciate you Wait, we do have one final question. What's, What's the off? single most important thing the Niners have to do to beat the Chiefs?
9: <laughs> the Niners have to do to beat the Chiefs? They got to stop Pat Mahomes. That's yeah. it.
8: I mean, that's it. There ain't no,
9: that's it. That's it. Stop it. The dude is uh,
8: Are you not worried that the way he said Chiefs there was incredibly unprofessional? Yeah, I heard. I,
9: I, it, uh, hey, I don't got nothing to do with uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little Alvin. under the weather. Uh,
3: Thank right. you for being on with us, Alvin. Got to love Super Bowl. We got to love Alvin Kamara, Kamara, tomato, tomato. That guy, he can play. He's something special. Maybe next year the Saints will be in the Super Bowl. I've been saying that for about five years now. Starting to kind of give up hope. Uh Dan Lebatard Show can hear it weekdays right here on 560 the Joe from 10 to 1. Download the podcast or any of the podcasts of any of the shows that you hear on this radio station, including this one right here. Wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app for absolutely free. Or you can go to our website, WQAM.com, and guess what? It's absolutely free. Got any questions because I talk too fast? Well, that's that Cuban coffee that Alvin Camaro wouldn't drink. I did drink it, so I'm always a little bit sped up. But I'm just excited to spend time with you. You can hit me up on my Twitter page at Dan Day Radio. We've been debuting a new show this week here on Five Sixty the Joe. It's called First Take Your Take with Jason Fitz, a little interactive show for you. Comes on from one to three weekdays. Here is what they were saying earlier today when they caught up with Adrian Wojnarowski and talked about what the Lakers need to do with the rest of their season.
12: They they've got to win a championship the What it means to play for the Lakers and to be a star for the Lakers and to be an historic player for the Lakers, it doesn't change. The bar is
3: set very high. First take, your take, Jason Fitz, Adrian Wojnarowski talking about the Lakers having to win it all next on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe show running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. Get me on Twitter at Dan Day radio extended version of the best of the Joe show today going to lead you up till 730. That is free game for the Canes Hokies from the Watsko center. Joe Z going to be on the call with you. Of course, Danny Hollywood Rabinowitz also going to be there. My man, Danny Garcia will be here in the studio. Trying to get us another Canes win on the basketball season. Coach Laranega, bring it home. Bring it home. Like I said, pregame, 7.30. Tip at 8 o'clock from the Watsco Center. Can't make it down there because I know it's kind of crazy with Super Bowl week. You can hear every minute of it right here on this very fine radio station and the Radio.com app. Earlier, I told you it was DJ Mugg's birthday. DJ Mugg, Cypress Hill. But we got some athletic birthdays today. Greg Popovich, Pop. Coach of the San Antonio Spurs, legend in the game, 71 today. St. Thomas Aquinas, the actual St. Thomas Aquinas that inspired the great athletic school in Fort Lauderdale, was born on this day in 1225. And Andre Eagle Dawa. he hasn't played this season, but he's 36. And uh, Dante Culpepper turns 43. I you know a lot of people in Miami, uh, it's not so much what Dante Culpepper did or didn't do, it's that could have been Drew Brees, but instead, Dante Culpepper came to the Dolphins and Drew Brees went to the Saints it's not Dante Culpepper's fault but gotta blame somebody I blame Nick Saban let's blame Nick Saban are the doctors that checked out Drew Brees and said he couldn't pass the physical but Dante Culpepper nonetheless happy 43rd birthday in just a couple of minutes we're gonna hear from the Hawk and Crowder show they're getting into all the Super Bowl craziness down in South Beach at Radio Row but first A new show right here on 560 The Joe, weekdays from 1 to 3, interactive. It's called First Take Your Take with Jason Fitz. Earlier today, Jason Fitz stepped aside with all the interaction and interacted with Adrian Wojciechowski. This guy is the ultimate NBA insider. So he gives us a little bit of a scoop on feelings surrounding the Kobe Bryant, I don't even know, sadness situation. I don't even know what to call it. I don't think anybody really knows what to call it, but then he kind of explains what the Lakers organization needs to do going forward.
12: We have the best when it comes to the NBA coverage that we have oh, here. Oh, wait, th- this isn't just my first segment; it is the first segment for anybody in here. It's the first in-person guest uh, Christine Lisi came and did uh, Sports Center updates well, for us. But that counts.
13: you're the first—you're the first, you know, talk back and forth guest that we've had. Woj, so uh, you know, exciting. Uh, it, I'm this, honored. This feels like a special moment, right? <laughs> like history will remember this. Uh, so we wanted to get you on because you have so much context to the league, what this means and what it means moving forward. LeBron just talked about uh, in his piece with, with Kobe about how he takes that legacy and moves it. You know, it's his responsibility to carry it forward. How does this Lakers team move forward now with this
12: tragedy uh, hanging over the organization? They've got to win a championship. That. What it means to play for the Lakers and to be a star for the Lakers and to be an historic player for the Lakers—it doesn't change uh, with any with anything. And especially when you have a team like the Lakers have, which that that is a legitimate championship contender. That's m- maybe the front runner along with the with the Bucks right now. Uh, I don't know that it adds pressure or or, or alleviates pressure. I, I know it doesn't alleviate pressure. Nothing does there. But this is a team that's built to win. That is expected to win, and I think LeBron has felt that since he's been in L.A. Any star player who goes to the Lakers, no matter even of LeBron's stature and his accomplishment of walking in with three championships and uh, what you, maybe four MVPs, the the expectation is you have to win a championship to be accepted in that Laker hierarchy, and and I think that remains true today.
13: Given the way tragedy brings people together, it's obviously going to bring this locker room together. Uh, With the Lakers looking at the trade deadline, does this, in your mind, how does this affect how
12: they'll approach the trade deadline? I think the Lakers have wanted to be opportunistic if something presents itself that makes sense, that uh, makes them better. I think the one thing about where Rob Palenka is right now with this Laker team is he's trying to win a championship right now. He's trying to win one this year. He's trying to win one next year. They're not making decisions, nor should they, too far down the road. So if they can improve the team in the short term, put a better group around Anthony Davis and LeBron, I think he'll do it. I think chances are, in my sense and with those guys right now, is you might see something more along the edges. And I think a lot of this trade deadline may be along the edges of role players. I don't know that there's going to be many frontline starters that move between now and February 6th. But I think the Lakers are in the same position and the buyout market for them. It may be after the trade deadline. You know, they want to get at Darren Collison. If he dis- if he formally decides to make a comeback, you know, they can just sign him. So, you know, there'll be some other players who, if they get buyouts in other places, Lakers if Lakers create a roster spot, then then they can sign some of the go- those guys. The Lakers are always at the top of the list of, of buyout players who would come and, and finish out a season with you, have a chance to win.
13: We're talking to Adrian Wojnarowski here on the Shell Pennzoil Performance. I'm well, we're actually in person. Um, first take, your take. So Woj, the other thing, you, you have a great article up on ESPN.com. And in the beginning of the article, you mentioned uh, getting a note from Kobe that says, you know, when are you going to be out here next? Which is his way of saying, come out yeah, and, yeah. and visit me right now. Walk me through a little of that process of what it's like to cover Kobe and, and the relationship
12: with him. He was and remains to me. There's never been a newsmaker like him. It was, And it was... The perfect storm of he plays for the Lakers and he's the best player in the league and he's probably the smartest player in the league and he's the most media savvy player in the league. And you put all that together, he was always, there was very little was going to come out of Kobe's mouth that didn't make news. He wanted to make news. And what was really interesting with him is you never quite always knew what he wanted to take a conversation. He would take it there and and often you try to frame you know, you'd know, you have a sense of where you wanted to try to get him to go on stories. But, and I wrote this in a piece, sometimes it might be, very often it was him delivering messages. Sometimes it was his teammates. Sometimes it was management. Sometimes it was the coach. Sometimes it was opponents. And in the rare occasions, it was all of them at once uh, in one sitting. Uh, I'll never cover somebody like him again. None of us will. And it was... Um, He forced you to be at your best. He forced you to be able to frame uh, questions and ask questions and be able to really be prepared and have a sense. You know, he wanted to be challenged when you were talking to him with um, things that engaged him. And the one thing about him, and and you saw it in his post-playing career, part of the reason I thought he was so successful was he just had an insatiable curiosity, curiosity about not just his craft, but the crafts of others around him and other walks of life in and music, in and, uh, entertainment, in and, and technology, in and journalism. And that really, I think, elevated his his talents and, and his senses of, of, of what he wanted to do with his basketball career and then the, the brief, all-too-brief career he had after retiring.
13: I, I can't say this enough. You guys obviously yesterday saw my fandom for Kobe of everything that has been written over the last 48, 72 hours. I don't know that anything gives you more of an insight into how Kobe worked, and there's a great story in there about Michael Jackson you have to check out. I just retweeted the link. Uh, follow him on Twitter, at Woj ESPN. If you haven't read the link, you can see it at Jason Fitz. It's right there. Uh, great work. We appreciate your time, Woj. Thanks yeah, so and for I would also on.
12: say that the piece uh, Ramona Shelburne did, Zach Lode did, there's lots of different perspectives on Kobe, and everyone knew him differently, and so I think all of them are a picture of who he was.
13: Yeah, that's a great point. Get out there, check them all out on ESPN.com. Nobody
3: gets the inside and inside track on the NBA like Woj. Woj. And, of course, if you want to get interactive with Jason Fitz on First Take Your Take weekdays from 1 to 3. Following First Take Your Take, it's my guys, Hawk and Crowder. What do we do every afternoon from 3 to 6 here on 560 The Joe? Well, Hawk, Crowder, Alejandro Solana, and myself, we just have fun. Sometimes we talk about sports, but we just have fun. So we're going to have some fun with Hawk and Crowder next. They're having fun all week long radio row for the Super Bowl. There's some Super Bowl craziness going on. If you haven't felt it yet, you will. And you will hear from them next on the best of the Joe Show. An extended version of the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. You wonder, why extended version? Well, it's that time of the year. No, really. To be honest with you, Hurricanes are playing the Virginia Tech Hokies in basketball at the Watsco Center starting at 8 o'clock. So pregame coming up at 7.30 with Joe Zagacki. We're going to lead you right into there for all your Hurricanes basketball action. In just a minute, we're going to get to the Hawkins Crowder show earlier today. They got knee-deep in all the Super Bowl craziness and hadn't even heated up that much yet. But how about we step into the day spa and do some headlines while we're at it? Okay, we'll save the day spa like dessert for last. But first, we've got the headlines for you. Bam Adebayo dedicated his triple-double to Kobe Bryant as the Heat beat Orlando last night, 113 92 Heat Celtics tonight at 8 here in Miami. The NFL is denying rumors that the Dolphins will host the Patriots in Mexico City next season. South Florida sports icons including Heat Great Dwayne Wade, Marlins CEO Derek Jeter and Inter-Miami owner David Beckham have paid tribute to the late Kobe Bryant. Funeral arrangements for the star have yet to be announced. The Dolphins have officially hired Gerald Alexander as the team's defensive backs coach. Alexander played for Miami in 2011. Roger Federer mounted a huge comeback to defeat American tennis Sandgren. This will be the 15th semifinal appearance at the Australian Open for Fed. And now, you know it, it is time to step into the day spa. <sighs> a Florida man who went viral in April for engaging in a fist fight while in an Easter Bunny costume has been arrested now for hit and run. In an attempt to avoid arrest, the Orlando man threw on the costume and asked the cops to Google him. He's in Florida Man Bunny Jail now. The Bush's Baked Beans Company have broken the world record with a 70-layer bean dip. I mean, the first 55 layers have to be pretty good, but the last 15, total trash. The Aviva Insurance Company recently sent out informational emails accidentally addressing all their customers as Michael. They were quick to send out an apologetic email just to say, sorry, Michael. A German woman is set to marry a Boeing 737 jet. She says she's especially excited to spend more time with its wings and thrusters. Ah, Happy endings for everyone in the day spa. Now on the weather, brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast calls for a chance of rain with temperatures in the high 60s. Win your share of $10,000 every Saturday at Hylia Park Casino. Receive free entries every Saturday, plus earn entries with slot play. The more you play, the better your chances to win. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. Unless you've been living under a rock and then buried underneath some of the ground under that rock, you know it is Super Bowl week here in Miami. To me, originally being from New Orleans, this is legit like a sports Mardi Gras. The atmosphere is electric. I'm thinking about going down to South Beach at some point this week, maybe even Saturday, and just soaking it all in. (sighs) Maybe no naked women on balconies, but next best thing right there. So, enjoy, 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 enjoy. The Super Bowl does not come around all that often. It's been 10 years. I remember the last time it was in Miami. Certain team I have an affinity for won it. That's getting beside the point. Two guys I have an affinity for. In a total man way, not get your mind out of the gutter. Hawk and Crowder work with them every afternoon, along with Alejandro Solana. They are out at Radio Row in South Beach, and they are getting some of that Super Bowl craziness in their blood. They'll talk about that, rubbing elbows with some celebrities. Plus, my man Solana, he has got some headlines for you.
14: Here we go, Hawkman and Crowder from Super Bowl headquarters, Miami Beach, live from Radio Road, day number two. And things are starting to get stickier here on day number two. Which, and on the
7: beach, too, now.
14: Yeah, you're uh, you're not lying. First of all, I had lunch on Lincoln Road. I mean, you could sit on Lincoln Road for four hours, watch people go by, and you will never not be entertained.
7: And I was eating down here on, I think it was Lincoln right here. I was eating at some Cuban place a second ago. And a group of about four old Cuban ladies walked in and just asked for ice water, but they got right next to me at the bar. So you they,
14: think they were really interested yeah. in you?
7: Oh, yeah, then they just sat there. Can we have a, 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 a straw, please? Extra ice. <laughs> they were just sitting there. They were just they were just hanging out, sitting in Valhalla.
14: To, to the uh, left of you behind me, and I was just watching back there. Uh, our friend Brady Quinn is over there. He's interviewing Steve Smith. Danny Cannell is back there. He's interviewing Deion Sanders. Like there are people like legit a talent stars walking around Radio Road today and uh, we will certainly have our fun with that. John Crotty is going to join us today. We want to talk to him about Kobe. Crotty actually played against Kobe for a number of years.
7: Locked him down.
14: Jamie Eisenberg. Did he lock him down? I don't know. I'm going to ask him. That's one of my questions. How exactly
11: exactly are you going to
14: phrase it? Did you lock him down? How did the matchup go between you and Kobe? Can I give you the answer without (laughs) ever having seen one of their games? I can make a guess as well. (laughs) (laughs) Crotty was tenacious. There's no question about it. I I was tenacious, and I played Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah. Did you? You shut down uh, Tony Gonzalez.
7: No. Yeah. No, he actually almost made me lose my job.
14: I, uh, I watched some of Super Bowl opening night on NFL Network last night from Marlins Park. Did you watch any of that? No, I saw the highlights. It's uh, You know, it's interesting. You know, you get down here, and I, I was saying yesterday uh, while we were doing the show on the air, like, when it's in your backyard, take advantage of it. Yeah. Whether you go to Marlins Park, whether you come to the uh, NFL Experience here at Miami Beach Convention Center, which starts opening to the public tomorrow, by the way. Uh, whether you go to a concert or a party on South Beach, uh, do something to kind of get into the spirit of it because uh, it's a a once-in-a-whatever event going on there.
7: I was terrified of Marlins Park because when you go to Marlins games, There's about 60 people there, and the traffic's still bad. I was terrified to go to Marlins Park with this many people going down.
14: I wonder how, uh, because even when I got off 195 onto Alton today, it was way backed up. And I'm like, it's Tuesday. Who's coming down to the beach Tuesday?
7: There's no NFL experience. I had my parking troubles today, but we talked about it yesterday, so I feel like it's me.
14: Why didn't you correct it? I told I you exactly mean, where to park. Because, man, I don't like arguing with. But uh, there's no uh, arguing. But, Alton but the
7: police, 17th, take a left. Me, man, police officials, if somebody gives
14: me a finger. But there's no one to give you a finger I on. Alton the 17th the and f- take
7: a left. Some guy pointed at me and had a badge, and I got <laughs> nervous, so I went to where I was comfortable. 18 miles away. I mean, you have to be hot <laughs> as uh, blazes. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the sun was out there. It was was overcast yesterday.
14: Watched some Miami Heat last night as well. Bam with the triple-double. Bam is doing his thing. The Heat are doing their thing. Yeah. Um, I think that was Jerome Bettis that just walked by us.
7: You know what I was thinking about that yesterday, because Brady walked up and There's you were Pete in,
14: Briscoe over there. You
7: were in the middle of talking and I just jumped up and gave Brady a hug. And like I'm scared <laughs> while, of doing that. While we were doing the show. Yeah, because you see homeboy, like you Jared
14: beginning. Payton came up and gave us bear hugs yeah, yesterday. Like I so lost my breath.
7: Is that part of Radio Rogue? I guess so. It's like there?
14: here's the thing. We're AM radio. We're local AM radio. We're the ones that people just walk up to and start talking. Yeah, nobody's walking up to Danny Connell and Dion Sanders right now and going, "Hey,
7: what up, DK?" These headphones get no respect. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> do you see what these headphones?
14: No are? respect. What do you we think get I'm doing with these. This on. is like being on an airplane. When you're a local AM radio show, it's like being on an airplane. And the flight attendant, it's your turn to pick whether you want the the, the popcorners or, or, or the biscoffs. Like it doesn't matter what you're watching, what you're listening to. She just goes, Do you want to pop corners? Yeah. That's yeah. what happens when you're local AM radio, it's like, Hey, how's it going? I don't care that you're on the air. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're a network show over there. We'll wait till you're done. Let's
7: get matching t shirts.
14: It's like being first class and coach. Yes, first class and coach. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what's going if, you know,
7: on. If we all get me, you, Tree, Solana, we get matching T-shirts. Will that be more respect? Like, like we just all wear, you know, just get like one. Like the color. Temptations, like yeah, like man. suits. Yeah, we all get a seer sucker jacket. You
14: think you think? <laughs> hey, sign respect? me up for a seer sucker jacket. <laughs> that respect. And us I know here. Tree's got a seer sucker jacket in the closet somewhere. <laughs> See, thin and long. <laughs> I don't know if he can wear a suit. Put it on with that belt that he's got. Guy's looking dapper. Uh, 59 tight. So we, uh, anyway, we have a, a ton of stuff to get to today. We're going to get headlines here with Solana in a second. And, uh, Minder, this is, there goes Dion right now, right behind you. Look at Dion. Look at just the How way he that grow he's hair back. Look at Look at that. Look at just the way that he's, he don't said that he got hair transplants, walking. though.
7: He's walking like he has bad knees. That's not cool. No, he's no, walking with swagger. Old, Look at Mike Cugno. Mike, Mike Is cuno. that an injured walk or is that smooth walk? Look at Deion. That's hobbling. Deion
14: Sanders walking with swagger. He's hobbling. That's swagger. You think Deion Sanders could jump over that crick? <laughs> Those are bad <laughs> you no know no bad knees. Those are bad <laughs> knees. <know> he can. <laughs> and Mike cuno and Lewis walking around. I mean, things are happening here. Jake Paul. Who? Jake Paul. Who's Jake Paul? Uh, the YouTube star? The YouTube star. That's Logan Paul.
11: Well, it's his brother. Is that really? Yeah. No. Yes. Really? He yeah. D- he oh.
7: better do something impressive with that damn oh, watch you got. I was on.
14: talking about Debo back there. I'm like, that can't be Logan Paul's brother.
7: That's, <laughs> that's called death. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's,
11: <laughs> that's uh, his name. My
14: name is Mr. death. <laughs> 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 nice to that's meet you. That's his bodyguard, obviously. First yes. name, last oh, name. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Logan Paul's brother, brother was has. Actually,
11: he was actually the more famous one. Really? At For a certain point. Until his brother started wilding out. Yeah. I feel like, uh, it, God, uh, it, yeah. uh, Crowder, They're
14: I may need you to jump in because Mr. Joker bitch out <laughs> is looking at me. I'm not <laughs> even lying. Don't look him in his I'm eyes. I'm not even lying. It's like a lion.
7: Don't intimidate me. <laughs> I'm him. not even lying. <laughs> <laughs> that is a world famous boxer next to the white dude. Who? Oh, man. Look up. Look who that. Th- he's the least important person at that table. The Paul Hogan, brother? The Paul brother. Bro, that dude. That sh- uh, Sugar That's Sugar Shane Mosley.
14: That's Sugar Shane Mosley?
7: Y'all are talking about Paul, Logan, Ryan, that sugar
14: chain. I'm more more concerned about Mr. Choco. Bro, I got it. Yeah, I see Mr. bitch. I got (laughs) you on edge. He has me sweating like I just walked from the parking lot with Crowder.
7: You know what? I could take Mr. bitch out if I would had to make that walk. I am
14: fatigued now. You're the uh, you're the uh, like the uh, the baby jaguar that got run around by the gazelle a million times, and you're just gassed. Well, if we fight it the second night <laughs> of a back-to-back, let us get some headlines here with our own Alejandro Solana.
11: The Miami Heat did take down the Orlando Magic yesterday. Did you go to the game last night? I was at the game last night. Very nice. A uh, very nice.
14: Yeah, they they uh, they honored Kobe like every. Stoppage. Right. Yep. It yeah. seemed
11: like uh, before the game, there was a 24-second countdown, moment of silence, and then they did the same thing other teams had done. Uh, as soon as the ball was tipped, 24-second shot clock violation, and then the other team, the Magic, took an eight-second. And they had uh,
14: dressed up the entire American Airlines okay. Arena. They uh, the Heat does everything right. Always have. Always will.
11: And at halftime, they played the uh, a bit uh, a snippet of the movie that Kobe just won an the Oscar, Oscar for. Yeah, yeah, they played it at halftime.
14: And again, Bam with the triple double, two basketball wise. Like, yeah. they uh, <laughs> there's something fun going on down there. Like tonight will be a. Uh, uh, an interesting test because it's Boston and Ugh. the Heat are on the second night of the back-to-back. Boston's been hanging out at the Four Seasons with cornbread. You know what I mean? Like, they, they've they got their legs. Well, Boston, what, are they like a game behind the Heat? They're right yep. there. Yeah. Like three, four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this will be big, an interesting yeah, one tonight. What? game, though. What, yeah. uh, what else you got, Solana?
11: Speaking of tonight's game, Jason Tatum is questionable with a groin injury for okay. Boston. So, something we'll keep an eye on. Yes. Tonight's uh, – <laughs> What am I supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, rooting for injuries. Oh, okay. Why not? <laughs> The the other game that was supposed to be on TNT tonight was the L.A. Lakers and the Clippers, as we know from yesterday's news. That game has been postponed. Okay. Anything else? Kobe will be a first ballot Hall of Famer into uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2020.
14: Yep, saw that. Speaking of uh, Hall of Fames, the NFL Hall of Fame, we'll find out on Saturday, right, if yeah. Zach Thomas? Uh,
7: I'm doing some research as I walk around.
14: Doesn't seem like
7: uh It's not a lot of –
14: Optimistic, but he did. But he did make the next step, which is to become one of the fifteen finalists.
7: Everybody talks about him, and I've heard we talked to people, and other people getting in the room to get the discussion is the first step. There's not many, and I learned this this year. It's crazy. There's not many first ballot guys if you look at in totality. First ballot tough to get, so you get in a room and your name's gonna come up. Some right, later. unless
14: you're, I mean, a transcendent player. Jt yeah, Dion, yeah.
7: you know the first ballot guys. Is a ha- you know a handful of them.
14: What else you got, Shalana? Tonight, Canes hoops will host Virginia Tech.
11: That's at 8 p.m. from the Watsco Center as the Canes look to end a four-game losing skid.
14: Yeah, they're a, uh, a three-point underdog at home. Uh, we're gonna have Jen Fig on today. Jay Fig, Fade Fig. She was 0 3 last week, and uh, I may give her that Canes game and see if we can continue her losing streak from the east side. <laughs> from the east side. What else you got, Solana? Joe Montana has advised Tom Brady to finish his career
11: in New England. Okay.
7: I actually plan on asking people about that. I is he leaving? Or le- going? I don't think that's the best question. I want to ask some players. How tough would it be for Brady to leave? two decades of New England, do your job, and go to another organization. I've said it. We've talked about it.
14: I believe he'll be miserable at another organization. I think by week three. You remember, who, uh, who left and then went back? It came here. Went back to Pittsburgh. All of a sudden, he wanted to go back and play for the Steelers. Uh-huh. Oh, Lawrence Timmons. Lawrence Timmons. That, I, and, again, not as long as Tom Brady in New England. But, yeah. again, a guy that knew an organization, knew a city, felt comfortable, Decided, okay, I'm gonna, and then it was like, I want to be back there. I want to be back home. Because he's been getting like, you know, uh,
7: chemistry game plans, and now he's gonna get paint by numbers. Right. Yes. Like the the bigger picture of it, I don't know if you go from letting Bill Belichick make your offensive game plan to another guy. I think he's gonna be miserable at another team. That's my opinion.
11: Anything else, Solana? Yeah, guys. And finally, today is National Kazoo Day. (laughs) The little, the
7: little birthday. The better ones have the little them. That's on they right. They, they got yeah. the, uh, you
14: know, yeah. let you know that it's kazoo time.
11: All right. You have weather or anything? Today, 75 degrees, mostly cloudy here in or at Super Bowl headquarters in Miami Beach. We uh, we are just uh, less than a week away from the big game. It's going to be. It's set for a very clear day for Super Bowl Sunday.
14: All right. Very good. That's good news. I was driving uh, down here to Miami Beach today, and I was thinking to myself, can you imagine if you got off an airplane from New Jersey and it is sunny and 75 and then and then you got Mr. Chocobich out there mm. looking at you and, you and you go, you know what, S- send me back to Jersey. That's
7: why he's so mad. This
14: dude is looking at me for 10 minutes now. Look at these bastards living good <laughs> in the warm. That's why he's so mad.
7: Is he looking at me?
14: Looking right at you. Uh-oh. <laughs> he knows Uh-oh. that you are for the taking right now. I love it.
3: I love living down here in Miami and the rest of the world coming. And when they get out the plane going, ah, I wish I lived here. So many great things going on. Like I said, in just a couple of minutes, going to be joining up with Joe Zagaki and the team. They're going to be covering the Canes basketball game against the Virginia Tech Hokies. That's just a few minutes away. So hold tight for that. Still, the world reeling when it comes to basketball. Kobe Bryant unfortunately passing away this past weekend in a helicopter accident. Try to remember the good times, though. Kobe's game winner with some highlights, a little Dwayne Wade action in this montage. Artest looking, gets it to Bryant.
14: Bryant dribbling, has to put it up with the buzzer. Banks it in! Ha-ha! He banks in the three! And the Lakers win the game! And he clearly got it off in time. What a tough shot, banking in the three. And the Lakers survived to win their eighth in a row. What a disappointing loss for
1: the Miami Heat, who played
3: so well here in the fourth quarter.
1: I wonder when Kobe hit that game winner on me in L.A. when he hit it on the top. When he hit it on the glass for the top of the
2: key, I said, how is that possible? Thank you for showing me the way. Mama mentality.
3: Everyone always talks about their Kobe moment. I kind of have two, and the number one one was one time he dunked on Bruce Bowen so bad that my mother, who's not really young, she even was like, whoa, wow, he really, really dunked on her, or him, she might as well have been her, because he really made him his wife. And then my real main thing is I watched a documentary one time where they said Kobe Bryant, if he had a bad game on the road, when he got back to the locker room, would call his people. And if they weren't traveling that night, and even if they were traveling that night, he would call his people up and say, rent out a local gym for like four or five hours. And we'd go to that gym for four or five hours and just get up shots and get in practice because he did not want to have another bad game. Sometimes he would miss the flight. He would charter his own flight because he had to get that practice in. Dedication, when you already have that much skill, that's the reason why Kobe is one of the greatest. Deion Waiters, he is back on the team Four, the Miami heat. But he also has been humbled like all of us with the Kobe Bryant death. Here's what he had to say about that dog
2: in Kobe. It's that killer, man. just that dog. Like, I don't care who you are, like who you are trying to rip your head out, rip, rip your head out, rip your heart out, step on it, you know, and you know, that's, that's the type of mentality I got, you know, so just playing, playing aggressive, but him am just trying to kill you on a nightly basis. Um, you know, that's what I took from him, man. just his, his, his work ethic. You know, it's, I mean, we pretty much, you know, the, the blackout. And, man, it, me being able to, you know, ask him, you know, the things he was doing, it was crazy. So, just, man, everything he meant for the game of basketball, you know, just that winner, that leader, you know, he, he was himself. He didn't care what people thought. Called him a s He loved it. And everybody, I think, around just, you know, we embraced it. We embraced it because a lot of guys these days today in this NBA are real friendly. And I don't think Cole was that friendly. You no, know, he respects you after the game and things like that. But on the court, you know, it really wasn't too much to talk about. And that's like how I am. You know, like Rodney, you know, D. Wall, and the guys who's Clippers. You know, I ain't speak to him to after the game. So I told him that I ain't on that friendly shit. So you know, to after the game. But that's what he just. That's what he you know he instilled in me. Just being that killer. You know, we could be friends off the court, but on the court, it's all business. You know, he he trying to kick your head off. He just man, everything. And just coming from Philly. Just 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 being that guy, man. Just you know, like I said, he he made guys like myself chase a dream that you know I never even thought about chasing. So he's definitely you know going to be missed. And it's, it's sad. I'm still messed up. I'm trying to keep it together. So that's that Mamba mentality, of course.
3: The Heat had that mentality last night when they took on the Orlando Magic. They got a big win last night. I wouldn't say interstate rivalry, but it just feels good to beat a team that's also in the same state as you. Here's some highlights from last night's game.
1: Live from American Airlines Arena in Miami, it's the NBA with your Miami Heat playing host to the Orlando Magic. Good evening, everyone. Mike Ingles here with my partners, Ruth Riley Hunter. Folks to Vucevic. Stolen there by Jimmy Butler. Butler down the floor. And a two hand jam. What a great steal there by Jimmy Butler. That's why he's one of the best in the game. Number six overall at just under two a game. Blocked neatly there by JJ and back with it. Dion, coast to coast. Dion, alley Oh! Flying through the air with the greatest of ease, airplane
11: mode. This is a beautiful lead pass. I mean, what does that feel like to know it doesn't matter how high you throw it up, Derek Jones Jr. is going to be able to throw it down. Oh, my goodness. Jimmy
1: Butler inside the shot. Got it off the glass. Will they count the basket? Yes or no? As he gets fouled going in. Indeed, they will count it. So an and one opportunity here for Jimmy Butler with 11 points. Bam. To Duncan Robinson got a great look. Robinson from downtown puts in his fourth tray. Duncan Robinson now
11: six games
1: in a row hitting at least four trays. He leads wow. the league
11: and catches two three-pointers made at 128.
1: Kelly Olenek elbow left side. Baba on him. Now to Duncan Robinson along three. Got it to go from downtown. That's five trays for Duncan Robinson. My gosh. He is just absolutely on fire from beyond the arc once again. Nine times he's done that this season. Kelly on the dribble, wants to hand it off to JJ. He says, I'll go to the rim and bury it with the left-hand jam. He finally got by Mobamba.
11: Yeah, that's the way you finish around the shot blocker, right at the rim. Great drive by JJ. Bam for Miami.
1: Bam into the paint. Bam's going to go all the way to the basket. Oh, there's a right-hand slam from way out. Oh, my. Thank God he's got those octopus arms. Holy mackerel.
9: What a punishing dunk by Bam!
1: Well, the last time they led was 5-4, and uh, Miami wins this one. Final score, Heat 113 to Magic 92.
3: Transitioning from pro basketball to college hoops, Canes, Hokies. Next, Joe Zagaki and the team has the call for you. I am Dan Day, and this is the best of the Joe Show. Later, Slug.